I want to be a cleric that's a chef. And my god is the god of food. My god is a, a <sighs> I Gordon Ramsay. That. That's a warlock patron, and we Gordon all know it could be. Ramsay. It depends on how you pray. <laughs> That's the only difference between a warlock and a cleric. <laughs> oh my you gosh. haven't cleaned this kitchen in a millennia! All right, just going to check the game mechanics email. Ow. Oh, hell yeah, new unearthed arcana. Feats. I love feats. All right, let's see what we got here. What could be a chef? Okay, love that. What else? Oh, whoa, that's a lot of magic, but okay. Wait, wait, is this just a class feature? Well, okay, sure, I'll take a little bit of this, a little bit of that. Feeling pretty good about myself. Wait, what's that sound? Ah, damn it. Guys, the tentacles are back. Before we get into this talking shop called what, Slicky Quickie? Uh, an unacceptable Slicky Quickie. I don't like that. But well, here you, we are. You're you, partially responsible. You said Slicky. You are the. You are responsible for the worst part of it. May I turn your attention to the photo that I just sent you, boys, on your cellular uh, Android friends? Show it. It's I incoming. want you to look at this photo and tell me what you find cursed. Try to tell me what is cursed about this image. I am going to give some context. This is a photo taken from- I hate this so much already. A a photo taken from the before times of a restaurant. What's that restaurant's name, Jonah? Brogan's. Brogan's. (laughs) So number one. We have an issue right off the bat. Brogan Uh, is. This is a sort of promotional image on the uh, restaurant's own menu that they have sort of cobbled together and it looks very summery. Come on to Brogan's! You see like salads and sandwiches and, and stuff like that. And way too many people wedged in. So tell me, guys, first describe the scene and tell me what you think is cursed about it. Okay, well so the the uh, look of the sort of restaurant itself looks less like a restaurant and more like a um, farmer's market uh, stand but on steroids and uh, multi-tiered. Steroids? On steroids. Let's start that combative energy early. Take a big whiff. This is our our villagers warm up. A big old whiff. You're right, though. There's like a a weird farm stand Amish kind of feel Mm -hmm. to Brogan's. Brogan's Load House. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Also, (laughs) there is an apostrophe. So the name of the place is Brogan Is. Brogan Is. That's possessive. Uh, Is it? Actually, it is both. Yeah. Okay. Which is really confusing. But I think that I think that in this context, it's probably Brogan Is. I assume that it was wrong. Right. There's a Georgia fan. There is a Georgia fan. That's pretty gross to me. Now, where's the Georgia fan? The Georgia fan is in the bottom left corner. I see. Yes. It now, looks like we've got a few Georgia fans here. I'm sure. Uh, I think you of guys, the old UGA. You are Ugh. on the correct path for determining what is specifically cursed about this universe that Brogan is putting forward. Mm-hmm. Continue to look at the individuals that are, what, like bar patrons? Or yep. it is specifically something about the image that they have chosen for their menu. Is it this girl in red's arm and slash or hand now, that looks broken? You're talking about the woman on the top left. No, I'm the talking bo- the about the woman left. under the R. Under the R. Whose hand looks broken. It does look strange. I think she's playing an invisible piano, but um, mm. that is not... That, There's that, also this woman holding her knee. Now, mm. that woman. And this little girl that's staring into the barrel of the camera. She's just like looking right into it, huh? It looks a little bit like The Last Supper, that group, doesn't it? <laughs> A little bit. It, there's a little bit of it like It does a, have a little bit of a Last Supper vibe, too. Yeah, and then you got the other little girl, real Judas You guys there. are so close. Please keep examining Brogan's Loadhouse. Did, did it take you this long? I mean, there's a lone Texas fan in here. 
You're, you are on the track. Oh, Texas fan. There's also a second person also clasping her knee in the exact same fashion on the opposite side of the image. Examine that group of people. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. I... Oh, no. Oh, shit. Oh, no. Did they just flip it? They flipped it and changed the colors, but it's the same. They have copy and pasted oh. and palette swapped individuals within Brogan's Loadhouse <laughs> and pasted them onto the other side of Brogan's Loadhouse to make it seem like Brogan's Loadhouse is very well populated. No. Oh, this is a universe filled with duplicates. No. With doppelgangers. Look, oh the little God. girl that you that you talked about, how she's looking directly at the camera. Yes. I mean, there's two of them. There's the one on the, yes. another one on the exact same side, but with the opposite arm. They're me oh, no. They know. She's aware. She's aware. Death is a circle. Death is a circle. Also, right underneath the O and the E, there is a woman who has been uh, flash cloned. And then like directly like two steps right. over is her, but right. like in a different. Yeah. Now here's. What? What, so what my, does this imply? Whoa. I'm trying to wrap my, my old, the old noodle around this, fellas, and I don't know that it is a possibility. Rogans, come here. You want to die? You'll never leave. You'll never leave. We'll clone you. Rogans. Never go to Brogan Is. Confront yourself. Unless Brogans wants to sponsor us. In which case, Brogans, good eats, good fun. Andrew, you're psychic. This brings me to the sponsor copy of the episode. Oh. Brogans is a family-friendly island festival atmosphere. <laughs> no. No, continue. No, that's it. That's all I got. No, that's, that's our it. official sponsor. We're the it's Brogan's you. Loadhouse. We are the official tabletop RPG podcast of Brogan's Loadhouse. Don't you love Brogan's Loadhouse, other Andrew? <laughs> yes, I do, Andrew. <laughs> anyway, boys. You know, the, the good thing about Brogan's Loadhouse yeah. is you don't have to worry about, like, not having a date when you go out there. <laughs> not having friends. Not having friends. Just more of you. They yeah. All you want to talk about is what you want to talk about. That's oh true. God, yeah. I always need, need a group to play D&D with. Why not myself five times? Yeah. Yeah. I would hate that. He's like, I can't. Too much of one. This is like, there's too much salt in this. I like, agree. Too much pepper. D&D &D is like a fine cuisine. So let's talk about those spices <laughs> that are ruining the meals. Well, except except Welcome for the spices, Arcana. <laughs> except for the spices in the uh, chef feet. Those are the those are the only acceptable and spices. Except for the protein for those fighters. Yeah, that's we, the only acceptable but, fight is so protein. Boys, we'll, we'll ignore the arsenic though. <laughs> right. Not to take too strong a hand, and thank you for going with me on the Brogan's Loadhouse. Uh, it was a journey. journey. Lead us, Joe. We. This is a very short Unearthed Arcana. It's Unearthed Arcana 2020 feats. The Slicky Quickie. The Slicky Quickie. Uh, that's our addition. Uh, I was thinking we would have a very what's Go the word? Uh, condensed. Condensed thing. And here's Sharp, here's what I'm fine. saying. Maybe I read these Precise. feats, mm -hmm. and every time that you find something objectionable or that you want to talk about or comment, stop me. Violently, okay, and we will stop and discuss. I will, I will oh, give violently. you a slicky quicky sound if I require. Uh, that's speech. not. That's uh, not. If there's one thing I can rely on you for, it's a slicky quicky sound. <laughs> Just to make things a little crazier, I'm gonna set a timer, so mm. we got to keep our eye on the ball with regards to this slicky quicky. Oh, does oh, that Lord. does that sound okay? Go for it. Sure. So, Unearthed Arcana 2020 feats. This is playtest material. It's a spark your imagination. Da 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 da. We're gonna start off with Artificer Initiate in three. Two, one. 
Must stop you right there. This is bullshit. <laughs> Keep going. You've learned some of an artificer's inventiveness, granting you the following benefits. You learn one cantrip of your choice from the artificer spell list. You learn one first level spell of your choice from that list. Intelligence is your spellcasting ability for these spells. You can cast this feat's first level spell without a spell slot, and you must finish a long rest before you can cast it in this way again. You can also cast the spell using any spell slots you just already have. In addition, you gain proficiency with one type of artisan's tools of your choice, and you can use that type of tool as a spellcasting focus for any spell you cast that uses intelligence as its spellcasting ability. So it's pretty much magic initiate, but you swap out a cantrip for a tool proficiency that you can use as your spellcasting focus. I, I didn't ask for this, but I guess somebody did. Uh, that's fine. Uh, yeah. It's I, not bullshit. It's not as bullshit as I said it was, because I got it confused. I thought it was the things that are coming yes. up on the other side of this oh, page. Oh, no, no, no. I can no. feel the tentacles. <laughs> um, the tentacles are coming. But, uh... Yeah, no. No, I don't know. It's I don't, not terrible. It's just I don't know why you would ever take it. Yeah, I just feel like if you're going to go that way, like, you, you'd be better served by just, like, a, at least a level dip in Artificer like or just level. be an Artificer. I, I, this, this to me is, it like, only exists for, like, I want to be a level 20 wizard, but I also want to be good at, like, tinkering and, uh, like, making tinkering something, stuff. which yeah. could be cool. Yeah. Awesome. You want to be, like, uh, like, that's awesome. Or, like, a cleric. You I want, want to cast you want, you want to make pokeballs with my blacksmith hammer. I think it's just unnecessarily granular. That's yeah, the only thing I'll for say sure. about it. Yeah. Uh, this next one, the single best feat in the entire thing. That's the only editorializing I'll do. Chef. Time and effort spent mastering the culinary arts has paid off. You gain the following benefits. Increase your con or whiz score by one to a maximum of 20. You gain proficiency with cook's utensils if you don't already have it. As part of a short rest, you can cook special food, provided you have ingredients and cook's utensils on hand. You can prepare enough of this food for a number of creatures equal to four plus proficiency bonus. At the end of the short rest, any creature who eats the food and spends one or more hit die to uh, regain hit points regains an extra 1d8 hit points. With one hour of work, or when you finish a long rest, you can cook a number of sweetie treaties equal to your proficiency bonus. These special treaties last eight hours after being made. A creature can use a bonus action to eat one of these treaties to gain temporary hit points equal to your proficiency bonus. Fuck yeah. I yeah. will take this John Favreau-ass feat so fast. Oh, man. Yes. Yes. Yay. Love it. Yes. It's so good. Because Gourmand is like, again, this is a game where, where we've talked about this before, where Gourmand and Sentinel are equally weighted. Right. In terms of like progression. Uh, and, and what it costs you to take them. Yeah. Correct. And that sucks. Slapping the slapping the Connor Wiz bump onto that. Yeah. Perfect. It's huge. not huge. Uh, maybe it is but huge. No, no, it is huge. If it, is. If it wasn't on there. Yeah. You, you even if you it. were a chef. Mm -hmm. Even if your whole character was like, I'm a chef. Yeah. You wouldn't take it. You take Tavern Brawler and be like, "I beat people with this pan." Yeah, yeah, like you know what I mean. With this, right? You could be like, "I'm a bard. I'm gonna bump my constitution with this." Oh my but god! Like, uh, my my bardic magic is food. Yes. Right? So like, I'm ratatouille magics. Instead of having to worry about like, oh, I don't want to sing in front of my friends. I get to be like, I hand you a cookie. That's inspiration, bitch. Okay. Like. You know what I mean? Oh, this so character good. is viable and fun. It's you just so cracked it open for me. I already loved it, but now you just made me realize that if a bard could take it, anybody could take Correct. this feat. And everybody needs con. Right. Everybody, know, everybody, it, every single person. That's what is so good about it. But like also wisdom, right? So like in the same context of like, oh, I want to be a cleric that's like good at like using tools or whatever. Mm -hmm. I want to be a cleric that's a chef. And my god is the god of food. My god is a, a <sighs> Gordon Ramsay. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like that's a warlock patron. And we all god it could be Ramsay. It depends on how you pray. <laughs> that's the only difference between a warlock and a cleric. 
is do you swear fealty to it or are you in a bargain with it? That's the whole thing. Oh you gosh. haven't cleaned this kitchen in a millennia! I take away all your powers! Uh, love it. Anything else? That's it. Moving forward. No, Crusher. Only, only praise. Only, only praise, praise for it. Uh, praise is up. Crusher. This is one of the beginning of a, a sort of, uh, I guess, like a genre of this feat. Which, which I dig. Which I dig. And Andrew, I think, digs as well. Yep. Uh, you are practice in the art of crushing your enemies and seeing them driven before you, granting you the following <laughs> benefits. Increase your strength or Crush dexterity by one to a maximum of 20. The lamentation of the women. <laughs> <laughs> I knew it was coming. <laughs> A tawdy skinned once per turn. Hither come. When you hit a creature with an attack that deals bludgeoning damage, you can move it. Bludgeoning. You can move it five feet to an unoccupied space, provided the target is no more than one size larger than you. It's French. When you score a critical hit that deals bludgeoning damage to a creature, (laughs) attack rolls against that creature I made with advantage until the end of your next turn. Wow. I'm here for awesome. it. I dig it. I awesome. dig it. Cool. Because we're giving more stuff to martial classes that lets them do things that are more interesting outside of I hit it. It's I do this when I hit it. Correct. I hit it in this way. You are also, to me, I think the biggest thing that these feats do, and I'm going to address it now so that I, we can skip through the other ones really quickly. You are making weapons have meaning. Yep. Yes. Right? Before, before these feats, right, weapons don't have meaning other than what class of weapon it is. Like, yeah. is it a sword and shield? Axe and shield, hammer and shield. Right. It's all the same. Doesn't matter. Right? The, the only difference is for some reason, there's one two handed axe that does a d12, mm. and there's a two handed sword that does 2d6. Right. And there is no reason why that's like there. Like, as a DM, I think it is perfectly fine for a player to be like, my aesthetic is like a sword, but I'd really like, like, I like two handed swords, but I would much rather do a d12 than 2d6. Mm-hmm. Right? So it's like, Okay, sure. Cool. Sure. You have a bigger sword. Like, you know what right. I mean? Like, you I'm, just you, get a cool. bigger. You've got a Final Fantasy Buster, Buster sword. sword. Like, it's fine. These feats distinguish it, right? Like, so now as a level twenty fighter, mm-hmm. right? If I hit with my first hammer attack, the next three attacks and my action surge are all at advantage. Oh yeah, if you crit on because it? I'm using a hammer, dude. Which is awesome. When you score a critical hit, attack rolls against that creature are made with advantage. That's everyone's attack rolls. Yeah, it's not just right. yours. It's that's until your um, next turn. Right. You're, you're like setting your buds up. Cussing it. Yeah. But like that's what that's so that's in that that right there, this feat is a reason to play with a hammer. Exactly. Right? Yeah. Like it has it has now made okay, as a fight choreographer, I love these feats because you're starting to get into the world of like what is a weapon's intended purpose. Right. Yeah. Right? What what does an axe do that's different than a sword that's different from a hammer? They all or different. Whenever you watch, like I, I don't know, like a like a like a sword and board or a fantasy one, there is a physical, di- there is a real narrative difference between the guy with the sword and the guy with the hammer. Oh yeah, right? and yeah. the thing and the roles that they do. And you're absolutely right that until feats like this in D anD D, this doesn't matter. Really, uh, no mechanical the, like the only mechanical thing I can think of is like resistances. Correct. That's it. Like bludgeoning, yeah. piercing, or slashing, which, but at which the end come of the up day, so rarely as opposed to like an elemental or like magical sort of resistance that it really is not most of the time. Unless it's like, oh man, here's this rock creature. Too yeah. bad I have a sword and not a hammer. Like outside of that specific circumstance, I guess I'll like, use anything else. That's like right. the one thing I can think of. Because otherwise it's usually always resistant to bludgeoning, piercing, slashing. Yeah, I, I mean like them. skeletons I think, or like uh, undead like bone people or whatever are immune to slashing but not crushing, 
or bludgeoning. I think they're piercing. Not, oh, yeah, piercing. It just goes right through those ribs. Right. But which like, makes sense. Uh, and I said this off air, and I'll say it again real fast, because then I'll be done with all of these martial classes things. I don't have to say anything else really on them. It also helps differentiate what players want, yeah. right? If I have a player that is like, I'm really into like this hammer aesthetic, then I know, like, cool, if I introduce a magic hammer, everyone in the room can kind of read, oh, it's for so-and-so. Right. Mm. Versus and not be like, like, this is mine. Currently, yeah. currently in the game, right, you can have one person that's like, but I want that. And they can very quickly become like bullying at the table of like, well, why don't you do I this? I always get the magic weapon. Like, yeah. but so-and-so always gets the magic weapon. It's, it's usually a rogue, right? But like, if you have somebody that's good at with smashing. a hammer... Then when the hammer shows up, everyone's going to be like, well, give it to so-and-so. It'll keep me alive right. until I can find a dagger because I'm good at dagger. Right. It's brilliant in mm. the sense of, like, we're diversifying what players can do without flattening without flattening by making the diversification into things that other players can do. That's the thing, right? Right. It, like, that's the major If I take Crusher, balance. that's new to me. Hey, Joe, why don't you read that next feat? Eldritch Adept. <sighs> Prerequisite. Spellcasting or packed magic feature. We've had it so tentacles, good till this point. Tentacles, tentacles, Studying tentacles, occult tentacles, lore, you have unlocked Eldritch power within yourself. You learn one Eldritch invocation option of your choice from the Warlock class. If the invocation has a prerequisite, you can choose that invocation only if you're a Warlock and only if you meet the prerequisite. Whenever you gain a level, you can replace the invocation with another one from the Warlock class. Okay. So this seems like taking a feature from a class that makes that class unique... And giving it to anyone that wants it. Yeah. Because does it have a prerequisite? Uh, you what? just have to be able to cast a spell. At all. Yeah. There's, it's not like a cha-specific. Nope. It's not Which a... means uh, an arcane trickster can take this. That means that means I can go 20 levels in arcane trickster and also be able to change my face whenever I want. Right. Or take like Devil's Sight. <laughs> or take Devil's Sight but, and be able to see in any form of darkness and as a rogue be like, darkness. Ha ha ha! And what did it it cost you? Two two decks. Two two decks that you probably already got maxed out by the point you're thinking about taking this. That that's a little fucking nuts. See, like feats like this Mm -hmm. make the alternative human, the the variant human, the variant human. Thank you. That was the word I was looking for. The most OP class in the game. Yeah. Because I can give this to my my rogue Mm -hmm. at level one, and I can take mask of many faces. Right. Yeah. Because I don't have anything that's going to really complement like anything else, right? Right. So I'll take Mask of Many Faces, which is going to get me through one through three real nice. Really? I'm going to have it before a warlock. If there's a warlock in the group, I will literally have it at level one. They'll have to wait to level two to get it. And then when I hit level three and I take Arcane Trickster and I get some spells, I can change it out at any level that I want because because I can also just change it whenever. Like, well, so, well, so you couldn't you couldn't if you were the arc uh, the variant human you couldn't take it at one because correct, it has the correct. spell requirement that is, that in, in this specific fault. example. Yes, unless but, you were a, a wizard or yeah. Something else. Well, unless you were like well, no, you couldn't take it because uh, you'd have to be the variant human to take the race because they're yeah. You know, I was thinking about like races oh. that have some inherent spellcasting, right. but right. So like, but, but like, still, once you hit level three, three again, like yeah, it's only three up. levels in, and you can do whatever, tear the, the world up. Yeah. But like, also, I, I, I really hate the whenever you get a level, you can change something. I really kind of despise it. Yeah, I get that it's supposed to be like, hey, you made a mistake. Yeah, 
you can you well, can remedy your mistake. I'm happy thought, that it's right. I'm happy that it's at least at levels and right. not like versus long like rest. Any any long rest, right. just change how you're. But like, what does this mean for the world? Yeah. Like, did you talk to Cthulhu? And then you're like, mm, I need to talk to Cthulhu a little bit more. Every but level. not like a warlock amount. Yeah, just like, like a little bit. What does that? That doesn't mean. That makes warlocks mean nothing because like, if you have any interaction, yeah, with. That deity, you're in. You, yeah. Like that, that you know what I mean. Like as you a are DM, as a, a leaf before them. Correct. If if I was a DM and somebody took this, oh yeah, I would very much be like, oh, okay, let's talk about where your character's going. Yeah, it's well, go welcome because, to the Thunderdome. Because I'm gonna talk that the, whoever you took it from, and I'm not gonna let you pick. Right. Like you know what I mean. Like it's gonna come from like the as story. a warlock. Yeah, you get to pick. Yeah. You get to pick who you, you you talking to a fiend, you talking to a fae, you talking to a slash. Yeah, you, you, you make your Faustian right? bargain. Yeah. If you take Who's this in boys? my game, guess what? You're talking to like Belial, the god of Satan. Like, you're like <laughs> Brogan I'm gonna, himself. I'm gonna bro- <laughs> Brogan's about to copy paste your ass across this campaign. You're like, gonna be <laughs> plane shifted to Brogan's load house. Well, you know what I mean? Like, you just gave me the best idea for a horror one shot. <laughs> but you, but you know what I mean? Like, that's like that is how I feel in the sense of like. There are certain like crusher, right? That uh, that it. that beautiful feat we talked about before, right? I believe that any fighter can be like, I train with my hammer. My ham. This is my hammer, and there is no hammer like it. It is my hammer, and it's special. It's good, right? Hammer. Like that. You just hit a level, and you're like, it's fine. I just got back from talking to Jeebus, and uh, he, <laughs> he's giving me like some real. He gave me a really cool power. Don't even worry about it. And the warlock in your party's like, what the fuck? I'm over here praying to Satan over here, and you just like you just got to dip in and be like, "Hey, Jeebus, can I uh, can, I can I change a little my bit face juice? every day? Just yeah, a little don't bit of worry juice." Like, hey, no, yeah, hey, cool. That's, that's some good shit. It's nonsense. I to just me. need you to kill this alligator. Anywho, for me. we spent way too much time that's, on that. I think we needed to because we're gonna come across a lot of different things, and I wanna I wanna seed this in your little brain mind gardens real quick, right? Mm. The little Zen gardens of your brains. A lot um, of sand. This one, luckily, doesn't also have an ASI. Correct. Right? True. Oh no. Crusher had an ASI, which is just that lovely little, make it even more worth it. L- let me finish this. Yes. Uh, Chef as well makes it totally worth it. Yeah. Uh, even Artificer Initiate, like I would say, is like, okay, you don't really need an ASI with it. Yeah, I it's, mean, it's, it's the same level as Magic Initiate. It seems like in this system, as it's been laid out, the feat system, one of the band-aids that you can do to make a subpar feat a good feat is just straight up an ASI. Yeah, just give it one. Mm-hmm. Don't answer now. Do you think that Eldritch Adept would be better with a feat drawback to make it more like a trait mm. and you have to take it at the expense of either a vulnerability to a certain type of damage the dm's choice or a loss of a point in an ability score there because ha- like with warlocks what you're describing is there is a pact there is a transaction Correct. being made this is like jeebus is like hey what's up now this is like can, skirting the transaction it's you can like talk I, I found this in a book yeah and it's like well what book, what book? you know what i mean like it, Where it did has, you find this It has book? so much implications to what the campaign is. Yeah. I actually don't mind this as Wait, a feat. No. Functionally. Invocations are like, cool. Invocations are cool. They're actually how I think every class should level up is yeah. like, is feature based. Like, I actually From think From a feats, menu. Yeah. It really, I, I think it would make it more complicated, but like. That's what Pathfinder did. Do like, do like the first five levels yeah. of a class as standard and then the classes break off at that point. Yeah. Like, That'd be really cool. Right. But like. I like I like Eldritch Adept. It's just like I don't trust the vast majority of DMs that are going to have this show up in their campaign or players, right? Like I think it's cool, but I also think it's something that like as a DM you could already be doing. 
right. there's a player that shows interest in like the occult, right? You can absolutely throw a feat their way and write down your own costs of what that's going to cost them. There didn't need to be a feat for it that any player can just be like, well, but the rules say that I just get it and there's no drawback. Yes, Joe, I do think it would be infinitely better if there was. I just don't think anyone would take it. Spoilers for episode episode two of Bound. Ma'at has given you guys access to the Mask of Many fa- uh, Faces um, like invocation, invocation right. that we have like shared between the group. There is a story reason for this ability <laughs> being given to a barbarian and a sorcerer, right? right? And as such, there's also like a cost, not really, but like a narrative cost in that this is now the story of you guys helping Ma'at do something. Yeah, right? we, are, we are bound to yeah. him. Right, there is... There is <laughs> oh my god! There is some kind of transaction happening here, even if it's not like you have tentacles growing out of your ears and eyes. Correct. Right. It's like right, right, right. you are, He made a deal. So you're, like, you're doing a job for somebody. Yeah, yeah, if you have a DM that's like, somebody wants to take this, and you're like, cool, let's sit down and talk about like how you obtain this, yeah. right? I think most people would probably just end up being like, I'd rather just take a level in Warlock at that point, right? right? Like, why not? We're not doing good. <laughs> We're doing okay. Let's keep it rolling, though. Keep it rolling. It's, it's, <laughs> it's, it's an okay feat, but yeah. it, it, it needs messes, cost. It, it messes yeah, needs up cost. the world. All, all I would say is, like, imagine all of these diseased feats that we're about to talk about if they had some sort of cost as opposed to being the most buckwild power jumps possible. Oh, you and mean like the next one? The next Fae one. Touched. <laughs> Fae touched. Fae touched. Ex- which this is, this is crazy to me because they knocked the Fae Wanderer Ranger out of the goddamn park, right? right? And then they do this. Your exposure Ugh. to the Fae Wild or one of its denizens has left a magical mark on you. You gain the following benefits. Increase your intelligence, wisdom, or charisma score by one to a maximum of 20. No. Jesus. Uh, you learn the Misty Step spell, second level spell, and one first level spell of your choice. Two and a one. What? The first level spell must be from the Divination or Enchantment School of Magic. Okay, interesting. You can cast each of these spells without expending a spell slot. Once you cast either of these spells in this way, you can't cast it long, uh, again until you finish a long rest. You can also cast them using spell slots that you have of the appropriate level. The spell's spellcasting ability is the ability increased by this feat. This is insane. And we don't really need to spend too much time on it. Let's let's vent. It's I, bad. Warlocks and sorcerers. Yeah. Right? Like, I pick up an extra, like, I pick up an extra spell. Right. Right? Like, because... Two! Two, two extra spells. And you know what? I'm going to say it. I'm going to say it. It's a perfectly fine feat. It's actually a perfectly fine feat, except for that ABSI at the top. Because holy hell. Yeah, that you get a second level and a first level spell that you can each cast once per day, and throw, and cast using your other warlock spells. to have a to have an uh, like an the, extra one of the spell. things I always do when I plan a warlock p- p- character right yeah is misty step yeah you have to have it you have to have an escape button any class that can cast misty step get that spell it's a get out of jail free card yeah. Yeah. if you save it in your pocket yeah, for misty the right step time. or whatever the equivalent of like you know right. higher level up you but know like, warlock it's like okay now dimension door now whatever my like thing but misty that get step out that makes it so good yeah. right is uh bonus action is it a bonus action it is. yeah mm-hmm. yeah it's bonus action but also which means you can use it and attack if you're a fighting class but like the thing that really gets me with Misty Step is anything that grapples you, you can insta get out of it. Yeah. Because you dissipate. Right. Yeah. Right? And it doesn't, I don't think, I think it, the requirements for casting it are like super nothing as well. Oh, no. Yeah. I, think, I think it's just spoken. Maybe. I, I don't even I can't think remember. it's that. I think it's a somatic. Regardless, that is such a powerful spell to throw into a feat 
But that's fine. I actually think it's awesome that any character could get Misty Step. I agree. I'm fine with that. I'm fine with a first level spell, especially because you made it divination and enchantment, right? right. Like, yeah, there's you, you not like it in. it's not I'm like not you get an evocation for pick free. Pick magic yeah. missile, or you know what I mean? Like, this is good. It's just that you're like, also, let's throw an ASI in there. You didn't need it. You didn't need that in there. That's what pushes it into you don't know what the fuck this means, right? Right? Like, where, where, with, with the intelligence, wisdom, or charisma, which is first of all a bonkers range of the only important spellcasting uh, stats. You're basically it's a massive fucking power bump for any hexblade or any you know ranger even. Yeah. And and look, I'm yeah, not saying I mean, rangers a, a, don't a need it. A paladin who's not, um, you know, vengeance or whatever. Yeah. Well, now they have, like, the single best short-range teleport in the game. But yeah. also, any paladin in the sense that you also, you uh, you as a paladin, need things that bump those yeah. skills because you're dealing with that skill challenge. It's one of the challenges of playing a paladin. If this was available, there is no paladin that I would not take this. Uh, the only paladin I wouldn't take this spell with would be a vengeance paladin because they already have Misty Step. Right. Like, this is, you know it's a bad feat when there are no other good options. Like, as as good as it. And I, I think that's all I have to say yeah. about it. Yeah. If it didn't have the ASI, okay, because it's like Magic Initiate, but you traded out two cantrips that you can use whenever for one second Correct. level that you use once per day. I think that that would be fair. And it's fair. a defined second level. Yeah. It's not like, here's Scorching Ray, right? Now, I'll say Misty Step will never become not useful. I think at that's any a good point. trade though. Because yeah. cantrips, I mean, the, the sheer are so uh, the, first, the versatility. Yeah. yeah. But I, I agree. I do think that the the feed as it is is not completely diseased. It's not trash. It's just it's just once you put an ASI on top of it, it's like, it's wh- like why would I doing? take anything else? Yeah. Yeah. Fighting initiate. Uh prerequisite proficiency with a martial weapon. Interesting. Just one. You don't need all of them. Uh, your martial training has helped you develop a particular style of fighting. As a result, you learn one fighting style option of your choice from the fighter class. If you already have a style, the one you choose must be different. Whenever you gain a level, you can replace this feat's fighting style with another one from the fighter class that you don't have. I don't know why there's not a single ASI bump with this one. Yeah, I mean, this is... Based on the last based on the last feat? It's it's ridiculously mislevel. It's, or mis- it is uh, clear. What are the classes that get a fighting style? Ranger, fighter, paladin, paladin. Yeah, that's it. I think they wanted to give them like you've trained, as opposed to like the barbarian, which is like you just go are relentless. Yeah. Like you're just too much power that's untrained. And I think they put way more weight on fighting styles than they actually should have. Fighting styles are really good. They are. Don't get me wrong. Like the two-handed one, being able to re-roll, getting extra damage on dueling, on making a sword and the shield. The ranged one. Right? The the archery one, oh, which archery. is arguably, oh, like, God. so good. Yeah. Right? These are all good things, but they're not that game-breaking when you look at martial classes. It's not a feat. As a whole. Like, it's not a feat by itself. Yeah. It really, like, this to me really needs, I have, I have this in my D&D Beyond in my feats that I've made. Yeah, and it's been there for long and before I've, this I've game. Had it, yeah, for yeah. like two years now. But I, I made sure that it's like, the the prerequisite is not a, any martial weapon because I, like, I don't buy that. I think the prerequisite should be the same as taking a level in fighter. It should be right? like a like strength or a dex 13. A 13 or dex, a strength or dex 13. I right? agree. Like, it needs to be something. Yeah. Because you, I don't want like, what, trying to think of looking for a problem, shit, oh. right? Where like a like, Hexblade who's dumped their strength? Correct. Uh, yeah. Like and it's like okay, well, but I'm also like it'd be like and it's like how did you train? You're made out of sticks. Uh, sh- sure, whatever. But like, but even like the sword this told is me like, how. To hey, I'm the wizard that you. Said, I'm the sorcerer that's 
I, I got I got one martial proficiency because of my elf race mm. because I'm a fucking elf, right? <laughs> so but now I'm really good at swords. Now, mind you, that character's gonna player's gonna die because you're playing a sorcerer and you're wasting a feet on this shit. You mean like but, a sorcerer who's really good with axes? Like a dwarf sorcerer. I am not. Really I'm accent. talking about. I'm talking about Gish Blade Singer nonsense. Friends, Jonah here to say thank you for listening to this episode of Talk and Shop. I'd like to take a moment to tell you about our amazing partner, not Brogan's Loadhouse, the other one, Dice Envy. They're still rolling out more of their new draconian dice sets. They just released the latest one, which is, in fact, the best one of all of them. And it just feels so on brand for this episode that I'm going to read the copy because it's way better than anything that I could come up with to say at this point. Enjoy Mountain Dew Dragon. XX Baja Blast XX13 is the first of a new and terrifying mutation of Chromatic Dragon. His pale scales are the same sickly green of the pools of glowing acid that fuel and deepen his lair. He spits bile and vitriol as a breath weapon, magically amplified across the long miles of his domain by hollow horns that curl into twisted spirals from his crown down toward his cruel mouth. <laughs> Beware, traveler, of dark caves that stink of Cool Ranch and candy-flavored vape, lest XX Baja Blast XX13's mocking gg Easy" be the last words you ever hear. I feel like I need to eat some vegetables after that. If you're looking to add to your dice hoard, you can get 10% off of your purchase at Dice Envy by going to DiceEnvy.com slash QuestCo or by using promo code QuestCo at checkout. That's Q-U-E-S-T-C-O for 10% off of your entire order. If you're a fan of the Quest Company, please do us a favor and go to our page over on the Apple Podcasts app or wherever you listen to your podcast and leave us a rating and review. It's a huge help to us and we read every review that comes in and getting more of those is a big, big help, a big boost to our visibility. And if you really love what we do here at the Quest Company and you would like to take that next step in supporting us, please consider becoming a Patreon subscriber. For as little as $2 a month, you can help us with necessary expenses, help us continue to improve the quality of the show, and get access to exclusive content and patron rewards. If you'd like to give us that support, you could do so at patreon.com slash Podcast. You can find the link to the Patreon on our website, questcompanypodcast.com. If you'd like to contact us, you could do so directly through our website or by finding us on Instagram and Twitter at The Quest Company. You can also come hang out with us in our Discord. If you need links to any of those things, go check out our website. It's all there. We know that word of mouth is the best way to get people listening to a new podcast, and that is especially true for shows like ours. We don't do paid ads anywhere, and us posting on our own social media is really only going to get us so far. That is to say, not very. But if you tell your friends about us, they are so much more likely to listen because they trust you already. So please, if you enjoy the show, tell your friends. We'd love to see you posting about the podcast using hashtag TheQuestCompany. And if you post about us, just make sure when you post to tag us so that we can see it. Tagging us really is the best way to make sure we see the stuff you post and to guide folks directly to us. I'd like to thank Joe Lytus for editing this episode, along with the artist whose music is featured in it. 
Thank you to Doug Maxwell for the song Swing Bada Bing. Thank you to David Hillowitz for the song The Bridge Horror. And thank you to Vans in Japan for the song Gray Flannel. Ambient sounds by TabletopAudio.com. Additional sound design by Slappy and New Age Soup. That's all for me, so let's get back to the expert analysis. I hope you can hear those finger quotes. Thank you for joining us here at the Quest Company. My wizard's really good at swords, but also really good at level 20 yeah. magic. I'm, I'm everything. Right. It, it, it is what it is. It needs an ASI. I think so. That's all. Yeah. Gunner, you have a quick hand and keen eye when employing firearms, granting you the following benefits. Yes. Increase your deck score by one to a maximum of 20. You gain proficiency with firearms. See firearms in the Dungeon Master's Guide. You ignore the loading property of firearms. Being within five feet of a hostile creature doesn't impose disadvantage on your ranged attack rolls. I don't know what... Firearms are in D anD. d What do they do? Uh, they're very hackneyed. Uh, it's basically like a modified hand crossbow, right. right? It just takes longer to reload. The thing I love about this is I love Mercer's gunslinger uh-huh. fighter class. Mm, yeah. I, I love it. I think it's really well thought out and really ma- well made. Mm-hmm. And I also love his rules for firearms. If you combine this with the stuff that he's done already, yeah. I think it can make for like really fun ranged character. The thing I love about the gunslinger, right, is as a rogue, you don't want to necessarily be a gunslinger because of all the noise. Right. 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 But so like a fighter that's a gunner, pow, pow. that shit's awesome. That shit's awesome for like Salt Marsh. He's the fastest draw in the West. Right. Like <laughs> Dark Tower, if baby. you want to do a Western D&D, like this is like something that's really cool. Or like like a pirates. Sea captain. Exactly. Or sea pirates. Anything like, like that's why I was like Salt Marsh, right? Like yeah. that you could have just a gunner. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You could be like uh, the dude that sits in the crow's nest with the sniper rifle. Like right. yeah. th- there, there are some really cool things you can do with this class or with this, with this feat, feet. especially with Mercer's gunslinger. Now, I assume that aside from like proficiency with firearms, that the other stuff, ignoring the loading property and being within five feet, doesn't impose disadvantage. That those are not like properties that the gunslinger already has. The I only one I think that the gunslinger has is the. Um, Ignoring the loading property of firearms. Well, because that's what because I believe firearms expert is required for right. Well, I believe firearms in D and D take like a round to reload. If I'm recalling it correctly, which I may not be. I was just trying to think of like what you if you were like the gunslinger class, what you would actually get from this. Like, are you only getting the dexterity bump and not having disadvantage? Like on stuff that's up well, close. Well, probably no, no. Load. I know this actually. Loading, as it refers to crossbow, whatever loading may be in the DMG for firearms. Loading, as in crossbows, means like a hand crossbow. You have to have crossbow expert in order not. Uh, to, it's to a have, bonus action to every have turn, more right? than two attacks, because loading requires a bonus action. Yeah. Right. So the only way that a crossbow fighter works is if you have crossbow expert right. and you can shoot, pff, shoot. Pff, Load, 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 shoot, shoot. But what right. I like about this feat, though, is it allows you to not just be a gunslinger as well, mm. right? Like, right. I could be a champion fighter with this. Yeah. Right, which means I crit on, crit on a 19 and 20 <laughs> with, my, with my gun. I don't remember if that's melee specific. But, like, I could no, be a battle master gun, right. gunner. I could be, a, tac- I could be a tactician with a gun, 
You know what I mean? I mean, that, like, if you have a DM who's willing to get a little nasty, you could be an arcane archer, air quote. Yeah. Uh, gunslinger. I've got the beast in my sights. You could literally, uh, if you want to go full, full fucking Dark Tower, you could use Matt Mercer's Echo Knight, and you could have you using guns and your shadow 30 feet away from you using guns. Oh. And, and oh, like, damn. you know what I mean? Like, You could be a ranger with you guns. You could be a ranger a with guns. Like, I love that. You could, you could literally be... Uh, uh, Craven? Uh, Patriot. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, just running through the woods with your hunting rifle. There's a lot of cool things that you can do with this that now I don't have to, like, commit to a subclass. Right, the, you don't have to I be can be a gun wizard. <laughs> just wizard. Hey, what are you talking honestly, about, Ulysses Vanderbilt? Honestly, cast, <laughs> I will say, I'm into it. there should be a prerequisite. I, I don't know what it is, but, like... It's a talk with the DM. All of these are a talk with the DM, and it has to be like a as, given, as right? always. Yeah. I think, I think there are feats that don't have to be talks with the DM. Tavern brawler, right? Yeah. Like it's just like I'm taking it. I, I'm, I'm working on my fists. Boys, like linguist. I'm gonna call it on that one. We're out of time. Meta magic adept prerequisite: uh, spellcasting or pact magic feature. You've learned how to exert your will on your spells to alter how they function. You gain the following benefits: two meta magic options from the sorcerer class. You can cast only one on a spell when you cast it, unless the option says otherwise. Whenever you gain a level, you can replace one of your meta magic options with another one from the sorcerer class. You gain two sorcery points to spend on meta, ma- uh, meta magic. They are added to any points you already have from another source, but can be used only on meta magic. You regain all sorcery points. When you finish a long rest, why would I ever play a sorcerer ever again? If you don't have to be a sorcerer, why would you be Hold a sorcerer? Up. I'm actually going to fight for this one. Really? Yeah, I know. It's just shocking. Because again, it's another class's feature. I know. I don't like the class's feature part of it. I like, I wish it was something different. Mm-hmm. But here's why I don't mind it you learn two meta magic options. Yes. That's huge. I actually think this is better for sorcerers than anyone else. To get extra meta magic, you get extra meta magic, and you get two extra things, which makes playing low level sorcery way easier, much easier. Right, right. I, but, I will give you that because, like, the only having two meta magics for a long time—if that was yeah. four from this—I would. Yeah, I mean, it I makes would sorcerer is much more interesting. I'd slap it on McGowan. Right. Okay. Any class that takes this, right? Spellcasting, packed magic. You have to have one. You gotta be able to do magic. I only have two sorcery points. Right. Most of the fucking metamagics that I'm going to want to take if I don't have a brain set are going to cost two, two sor- sorcery points. Yeah. So really, once per long rest, I can do one. Right. Yeah. You know what I mean? I can quicken a spell once. I- or I can, like, the, the reason to play a sorcerer is to get to level 20 and so that you can zoom, bust zoom, that zoom. shit out all the time. Right. One use of it is not huge. Can, you, can, can I tell you, though? I would just say this should be the sorcerer class. You should just get two more options and two more sorcery points. I, I agree. I, I feel like I think it's only for the. Sor- I think it's built for the sorcerer. I think it actually is built to make the sorcerer a little bit better. Yeah, like less shit, you but, know, on its own merits. But yeah. as any other class, I can't see it. It also doesn't have an ASI, which I appreciate. Right. In this, because if it had an ASI, then that would have been my grievance with it. Yeah. Do you think? Yeah, because like at the end of the day, like to me, it is so underpowered that unless I, you're a sorcerer, right? If I'm a sorcerer that gets this and also a charisma bump, ooh, buddy, this is going to be my human variant, right? Yeah, yeah, take that at one. <laughs> like I'm gonna take this human. at level one, so that uh, my level one, I get to be able to bust out something that I'm good at already. Sure. Yeah. My level two, when I get meta magic, but I have nothing to do with it, I can I ha- do. You stuff have something with, to do yeah, rather know? than like I have an extra first level spell, I guess. Like anywho. 
Here's a little good little nugget. Piercer, Amen. again, a yes. marshal. You have achieved a penetrating precision in combat. Wink. Let's go. Grrr, granting you the following benefits. Increase your strength or dex by one to it's a maximum be of 20. Once per it's turn, when you hit a creature with an attack that deals piercing damage, you can re-roll one of the attack's damage dice, and you must new the, uh, use the new roll. When you score a critical hit that deals piercing damage, you can roll one additional damage die when determining the extra piercing damage the target takes. Nice. Ooh, it's I got, stab it so Good. It's got flav. Yeah, it's I like it. There's usage. only one thing that I would change about it. What? The and it's tiny. I don't like the language of you must use the new role. I know it's like I know it's you a gamble, and I'm like a huge gambling person. But make wizards gamble, right? <laughs> yeah, like give martial classes some love. When like, my job is to stab, I hope I stab well. I shouldn't have to gamble again. Right. Like I already gambled on whether I would hit at all. Right. Yeah. So don't make me be like, oh, it's a two, but I'm gonna see if I can do better. Like, oh, it's a one. It, which is basically Savage Attacker, mm -hmm. right? You're kind of giving Savage Attacker away, but it's to a specified weapon type. Like Jonah and I were just like, yeah. oh, it's probably gonna be Dex, and then I was like, well, you know, like if you're a Paladin uh, or uh, 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 what is it, a Cavalier? Yeah. Is that the fighter one? Oh yeah, Cavalier. Right. Yeah. And I'm using a lance. Mm -hmm. That's, that's cool. That's fucking awesome for it's, this. That's it's like, dope. Especially if you're. I'm better at aiming it. If you've got a javelin. If you're what a javelin if, thrower. What if a DM? What if a DM is like, I want to do a, a a mounted campaign, a mounted tournament, oh. right? Like I've never seen one in a D and D game, and it's like the most iconic fantasy thing that would rule. But also, you know I mean? also we're ignoring ranged because oh, this yeah. doesn't specify melee. Yeah. Oh no no no, so archers. Arrows? Yeah. Yeah. yeah 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 crossbows. This is for archers. If for sure. I have a heavy crossbow and I go, boom. <laughs> The critical hit thing is awesome as well. Yeah. Like, especially on a mounted, like you said, with a lance. Like, well, you're getting advantage because frequently you're going to be attacking things that aren't on horseback. But also, like, it's 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 almost like the barbarian feature in the sense of, like, you get that extra die yeah, on the crit. I love that. But it's piercing specific. Oh, you mean right. the orc? Half-orc? Well, barbarians get it barbarian, as well. Oh, yeah, they do? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's why bar or barbarian half -orc barbarians get, like, a ton. Wild. But uh, let me finish it. Sure. Let me finish yeah, I got it, you. And, and we'll be done. Um, the one, th the biggest thing I like about this, mm -hmm. right, compared to uh, like everything else, is if we look back at Crusher, they didn't just steal when you score a critical hit, all attacks are at advantage. Yeah, they came up with something, something different, different flavored because the weapon does something different. Yeah, piercing. Yeah, if you hit them real good, guess what? You hit them real, real good. good. Yeah, like they're gonna be leaking in that internally, right? Crusher, I stun them. Everybody else gets advantage. I love that we're diversifying weapons and we're creating new things for feats. Yeah. yeah. Anywho. Interesting complex flavor and mechanics. Love it. Next, Poisoner. You can prepare and deliver deadly poisons, gaining the following benefits. When you make a damage roll, you ignore resistance to poison damage. Cool. You can coat a weapon in poison as a bonus action instead of an action. You gain, uh, you gain proficiency with a Poisoner's Kit if you don't already have it. With one hour of work using a Poisoner's Kit and expending 50 GP worth of materials, mm. you can create a number of doses of potent poison equal to your proficiency bonus. Once applied, the poison retains potency for one minute or until you hit with the weapon. When a weapon coated in this poison deals damage to a creature, that creature must succeed on a DC 14 con save throw or take 2d8 poison damage and become poison until the end of your next turn. Hell Bonkers. yeah. Hell Love yeah. It. Love it. Love and it. obviously, so resistance to poison damage is not invulnerability to poison damage. Right. You if can't it's, poison a ghost. Right. 
But if somebody, like a dwarf, resists poison, you can ignore it. Love it. Now, here's my one thing. My one tiny tweak. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there we go. That's my slicky quickie. Oh. My one tiny tweak. Yeah, we kind of abandoned that. Back. I know. I brought it back. <laughs> Thank uh, you. I remembered it. Uh, I would rather that, rather than just a flat DC 14 con save, I would rather it scaled with like your wisdom or you know, intelligence, whatever, yeah. whatever you use to craft the poison so that once you hit high levels, it's not like- Useless. Useless. I have a similar- uh, have it more be like your spell DC. A similar feat that I uh, have on my D&D Beyond that somebody made. I wish I could give you credit right now. Um, but it's called like Dirty Fighting. And uh, it's like, it's it, it's basically like uh, things like throwing sand in the eyes oh, and nice. stuff like that. Right. And I'm like, oh, I love that mechanically for like a fighting character. Like yeah. that's such a cool, like I've and learned like the tricks, right? But like, I think the DC is like a, a, 11. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it stays at 11. It's so like you're like, this useless. is a useless feat once I hit level. Yeah. If I'm only playing a one through three campaign, hell Great. yes. But I'm once, I'm, once I'm out of tier one, something is going to like succeed at DC. Anything's going to yeah, succeed on that because I think it's also a con save. So like, oh, you know so what I mean? Oh, so the most like, commonly, yeah. Yeah. But if, if that scaled better, here for it. Yeah. Practiced expert, you have honed your proficiency with particular skills or tools, gaining the following benefits. Increase one ability score of your choice by one to a maximum of 20. You gain proficiency with one skill or tool of your choice. Choose one of your skill or tool proficiencies. Your proficiency bonus is double for any ability check you make that uses the chosen proficiency. Give me it. I love is, it. I isn't love this it. just prodigy, but not just for humans? It's yeah. prodigy, but not just for humans, which means... Humans probably should have some feats designed because now elves can just get it. <laughs> yeah, but you know, I've always wanted. But just let me play a guy who's really good at carpentry. But you like know? this, yeah, this to it. me is why I loved Prodigy, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, and and like I would probably choose this over Prodigy because like the ABSI is like so great. I would take that right? over that extra language or whatever uh, yeah, it is for sure. Right, but like I love the 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 job proficiencies that they made. Uh, in Unearthed Arcana, which I still think should be published. They were wonderful. I know, Joe, we got it. It's coming in. Um, here's here's all I'm going to say, right? This means as a variant human, I can have, like, my wizard's just good at books. Yeah. I'm really good at Arcana, and I don't have to take I Remember Everything feat to get that plus right. one. I don't have to take Keen Mind. For I that. don't have to take Keen Mind. Keen Mind's great if you're playing uh, uh I can never think of um, um thing that we did, Jonah, that sucks. Mm-hmm. The thing that we did that sucks? Yes, and I can never remember it. D&D, but on a broad scope across the country. Oh, Adventures oh, League. Adventures, Adventures League. League, thank you. Uh, it doesn't suck, ours just did. Um, we, we just had a bad experience. But, yeah. like, I don't have to take Keen Mind, which is not going to be useful right. in that game because no DM is going to care that I rem- You know what I mean? Agreed. I yeah. could take something like this that has way more use and I get intelligence. Little I bonus. love this. Anywho. Shadow Touch. Do you learn how to bend shadows from your experience with the Shadow Fell? Fuck <laughs> off. <laughs> Unless you don't, and we wrote this for no reason. You gain the following benefits. Increase your I'm Int, wizard Cha. No. Score by one to a max of 20. You learn the Darkness spell and one first level spell of your choice. So this is just Fey Touched. It's but different flavor. But it's darkness. the exact same thing. Look, I love Darkness. I love the idea. I didn't say this before, but I actually quite enjoy like what you were talking about with the racial spell casting. Like elves can have misty step and stuff like yeah. that, or, or, or whoever the fuck. I love it. Again, in Wizcha, don't need it. This is a good spell. You don't need the little bump in yeah. my. It's opinion. it's the same exact. It's it's the same exact thing as Fate Touch, just yeah. reflavored with illusion and necromancy instead of you know enchantment. Uh, yeah. Same information. Yeah. Um, yeah. Just However, remove I, the ASI and we're fine. I yeah. don't love that it's uh, illusion. illusion or necromancy. Yeah. See, I actually enjoyed that for first level. I, what do I you get? I don't mind it, yeah. but you know, like, let me rephrase. It's not a problem for the feet. I right. just you, hate it. You wouldn't choose it. Because it's just going to be. Like those schools? No, it's going to be like, I got, I got, 
death, whatever it is. I have ray of sickness. Ray of sickness. Four minutes, we gotta go. Shield oh, trainer. You've trained in the effective use of shields, you gain the following benefits. Strength dex con by one, maximum of 20, you gain proficiency with shields. In combat, you can don or doff a shield as the free object interaction on your turn. If you have the spellcasting or pack magic feature, you can use a shield as a spellcasting focus. Love it. Here for all of it. Slasher. Here for all of it. Slasher. Also, it's so good. <laughs> I want to talk more, but it's fine. Just move on. It's really good. Uh, Captain America, you've sl uh, Slasher, yes. you've learned where to cut to have the greatest results, granting you the following benefits. Increase your strength dex uh, to by one to a maximum of 20. Once per turn, when you hit a creature with an attack that deals slashing damage, you can reduce the speed of the target by 10 feet until the start of your next turn. Cut Love them, it. hammies. When you score a critical Love hit it. that deals sword. slashing damage, critical hit, you grievously wound it. Until the start of your next turn, the target has disadvantage on all attack rolls. Love it. Here. Love it. Here for it. Cut it in twain! Axes and swords now do something different. Amazing. Two Granted, more Granted, I wish there was a difference between axes and swords in this. That's true. But that's okay. Uh, tandem Tactician. Uh, your presence in a scrap tends to elevate your comrades. You gain the following benefits. You can use the help action as a bonus action. When you use the help action to aid an ally in attacking a creature, increase the range of the help action by 10 feet. Additionally, you can help two allies targeting the same creature within range when you use the help action this way. This is the only reason to play a Mastermind, and they got rid of it. Cool. Correct. I don't mind that, because the Mastermind kind of sucks. <laughs> uh, yeah. That's yeah. my only thing with it. I love it yeah. because I love the idea of tacticians because I'm a f I'm a fire emblem boy. Yeah, yeah. Mastermind is a pointless class. Well, the, ma the mastermind has a range of thirty feet on the help, right? It does. So this would effectively increase your range to forty, and you could help two people at once with it. Right. Yeah. But I would not spend a feat on that, especially with my poor, understated Nikolai boy. Uh, when I already took Prodigy lad. and Actor as feats. <laughs> I, I am no stranger to, to absolutely non-mechanical feats. Tracker. This is the last feat. We have two minutes and 20 seconds. We're Let's so fine. take it real slow. Although, Let's not get cocky. have spent time hunting creatures and honed your skills, gaining the following benefits. Joe, increase, get your shit together. Come on. Increase your wisdom score by one to a maximum of 20. You learn the Hunter's Mark spell. You can cast it once without expending a spell slot, and you must finish a long rest before you can cast it in this way again. You can also cast it using any spell slots you just already have. Wisdom is the ability for this spell. You have advantage on wisdom survival checks to track creatures. Uh... Just give this to hunters. This rangers. is what you take if your DM won't let you do the revised ranger. Yeah. <laughs> to make your ranger better. Useful. But also, druids. True. I can hunter's mark, go into animal shape, and I get D6 damage on everything I do. Yeah. That's right. Dope. Like, this lets me as a druid not have to think about multiclassing into a hunter to pick up some of that shit. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Right? Which I love. I, like I love it. this. It's only one spell. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. So cool. Give me that ASI. Yeah, give me the ASI. I only get the one spell. And you spell. let me access a spell that like you can't access unless you're a hunter unless and, you're a ranger. And I have advantage on specific survival track. Sur specific survival checks. Correct. Also, it's like a job. Like this is a job this that is a my job. might have had. This is Aragorn. This is Ara this is Strider. This is Geraldo of Rivera. <laughs> uh Jerry Seinfeld of Rivia. Guys, we did that entire UA with 50 seconds to spare. Hey, guys, oh. shield training. I'm going to go back to it. Do it, please. Um, give it, give it, give it. Here's the thing that I love about this. Uh, in combat, you can don or doff a shield as a free object interaction on your turn, which means I can make my two-handed attack and put my shield up before the enemy gets to make their attack. Yeah. If right? you start without your shield. Correct. Yes. I mean, like, it, it's a, it's a one-time use thing, mm -hmm. but it's not... I gotta necessarily pick and choose, right? Right. You essentially I get to alternate. I still get my bonus action too. Yeah. If I have a misty step, if I have something that I can do on my bonus actions, I can link together a full turn, right? If I use action surge as a fighter, I can take my shield down, <laughs> attack twice, put my shield back up. Anywho, that's it. Yeah. 
Well done, Andrew. There uh, it is. Man, this isn't this isn't useful, so I won't say it, but what you just described is essentially when you parry somebody in Dark Souls, switch to a different weapon to do more damage <laughs> yep. and hundred <then> <laughs> percent. Yeah. But it's like like that's so cool that yeah, you're like I you're you're making shields. I would have rather seen like your AC Something. is a three. I'd rather say you, you throw it. Just throw it. He's fucking Captain America <laughs> fanboy. Something cool, like and weird. Shields can do damage. I'm I'm still shield waiting bash. for that. I'm yeah, still for waiting for move. like a Oh my god. You have a shield bash in the shield that's already in that's published. What is that? It doesn't do damage, but you can move them. Oh five feet shield right. Shield master. Like, yeah, you well, can hit someone with shield. What about a bonus action attack that only deals your strength modifier? Love it. And imposes disadvantage on their next attack. Please. I, I love it. Like that doesn't seem overpowered. I would say uh con save. Okay. Mm, that, yeah, I like to just like like it does if you hit it does the damage, and then if you hit, they make a con save to see if it does. Do that. you agree though? That, that scales it, on your con. Yeah, the scales on your con. Do it's you, just like Battlemaster maneuver type stuff. It's just a, just talk to your DM. Most yeah. of these unearthed arcana problems can be solved by just like Sitting down and being like, "Hey, I have this idea. Can I can I run it? And what would it be?" Um, most, it's, it's it's the truth. Like yeah. that you don't need most unearthed arcana if you just sit down and talk. Most of our problems can be solved if we just Shut sit up. down and talk. Um, <laughs> just breathe. I want a dual wielding shield character. <laughs> that, Two like, shields. That, no, that like hits with a shield. That's like basically a guardian character. I want that character so bad. But it's so not feasible because, like, the AC of shields doesn't stack, which it should. Right. Why would you not have plus four AC from two shields? Get behind me, my but, friend. Uh, but, like, yeah, why wouldn't you shield more? I, I've never understood the shields not stacking other than people being like, I strap shields to my leg and to my back. Like, but, like, th- at that point, that's a DM go, fuck no. Like, get out. You know what I mean? Or you're at disadvantage on everything. You have half movement speed and disadvantage on everything. And you've got plus 10 taking, AC, I guess. But. You're taking poison damage from the iron. And also Cthulhu <laughs> knows where you are. <laughs> like, also, and he's yeah. coming. As a DM, you can do anything. But, like, if I'm not wielding a weapon. Yeah. Why can't I have a plus four to my AC? Why not? Right. Well, like, if I'm not actively doing anything in combat, but, like, being a tactics master and shielding people. You're a Wubbuffet. If I'm You here, are Wubbuffet. If my character is, like, let's is the bodyguard for a wizard. Right. And I just stand there and impose myself between the enemy. That's so much fun. Man. <laughs> that's so cool. Last thoughts about Unearthed Arcana 2020 feats? I think actually, there's a bunch of good stuff. There's actually a lot of good stuff. Uh, there's just there's just some things that you're like, why? I give this an 86%. That's a that's a solid B. That's a solid B. That's not that's not Granted, bad at all. I feel like it would be better to judge them each on their own merits. I like give everything. Chef is a hundred. Chef's, Chef's a hundred. Chef's got like a one hundred and five. They did extra credit. Chef's yeah. the kid in the in the uh, the group project that actually did the work. Yeah. And then you have fucking Eldritch Adept, who's like the hot kid in school. He's just like, like yeah, was no, like, uh... hey, Chef, can I sit next to you in class? <laughs> As they are on the page. Yeah. My parents are out of town this weekend, and they said we can use the pool. Do you want to come over and have tentacles? Do you like my fingers <laughs> gloves? <laughs> Do you like my fingerless gloves and guy liner? Did the cool kids have fingerless gloves in your head? Only the the coolest. I mean, Breakfast Club, shut up. (laughs) 